How's it going, folks? You're listening to New Voices on District Magazine. In this podcast series brought to you by Tower Records, we sit down with some of our favourite new artists to find out what they've been up to and what they have coming up. Today I'm joined by Dublin rapper Bobby Basil and producer My Fault. Bobby emerged onto the hip-hop scene in Ireland as a part of the rap duo Daje Vu, but they've since parted ways. The Shankill MC has been establishing himself as a talented artist with some banging tunes such as I Don't Get Enough and G-Train. He's gearing up to launch his debut album, Isaac Nelson, on the 11th of January 2019. Yeah, so where, where do you think that kind of, that drive came from to, to decide that this is something that you wanted to do? Um, part, of it, part of it would be, part of it would be like me just having to sort of get stuff off my chest. Um, mixed with also being influenced by rappers and sort of looking up to people you know it's it's a mix of different things but mainly because I did want to get stuff off my chest I wrote a lot of poetry and stuff like that and then I kind of start getting into rap I was pretty bad when I started to be honest I used to get slagged in school and stuff yeah um, actually, <laughs> I, I know what you mean man and yeah. uh, I find that a lot of the best art comes from that place where it, it's getting stuff off your chest and that's where the passion comes from for it yeah and also to touch on what you said about being slagged in school I find that uh, especially in Ireland trying to present yourself as a rapper mm. the first thing people think is oh how bad is this fella gonna be do you know what I mean yeah 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 I and sometimes it's rightly so you know what I mean and <laughs> but like my my stuff was always real. I was I was it was always from a real place. It was more just the technicalities I didn't have down. I didn't understand music as 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 like an interior or you know what I mean. But it was it was very raw, mm-hmm. which you, you have to admire in its own way. I yeah, for, for sure, man. So uh, on the technical side of things, would you say that you're you're involved in the process these days in, in a heavy way? In the technical side, when I say technical, I mean. By literally just being able to ra- ra- rap on the beat and being able to stay on the beat and switching it up, not just, you know what I mean, just, just it's it, technicalities in terms of flow, rhythm, basically. Yeah. But in terms of making the beats and stuff, no, like Adam, Adam here has like a big part in that. I never ever really had a big part in that. Yeah, I understand. But what I like about you as a rapper is that you're somewhat of a chameleon. <laughs> and, no, in, in a lot of ways, like, you'll adapt to the sound in, in and you have different kind of avenues oh in that and that's it okay yeah I've, in what way keep keep talking as in like for for example your song um, I Don't Get Enough mm. c- could be considered like a trap sort of banger but then you also have like kind of more traditional hip hop songs in a way yeah yeah no I do definitely um, is that like a conscious effort or is that um, just naturally how it, how it happens it it really just boils down to me working with different producers and different people and which I don't necessarily it's not going to be the same now like I have for this album is more of a uniform sound like every song is different in its own way every song is a different feeling but it they they it's a uniform sound yeah I'd absolutely agree as well like the, with what you're saying in terms of him being almost kind of chameleon like in it in oh I thought you said chameleon I thought you said comedian <laughs> oh no okay, yeah that could have been misconstrued yeah, <laughs> yeah. chameleon yeah no, I, I am very much a chameleon <laughs> yeah I, I, I would absolutely agree because you know having worked on this album and you know I did you know, before we had kind of met and 
started working together I, I did my research into what it was going to be and I did I certainly didn't think that the album was going <laughs> to go the way it went you know but I mean that in the best way possible like it, it is a it's a fantastic fantastic you've seen you've seen all the all the <clears throat> the different progress that went into making this album uh, it's so different like it's not it's it's like R&B R&B pop yeah it's very it's very different but like it's at the not, same time it's still has a hip hop element to it. It's it's very infused, but it's what I say. Yeah, I was just gonna say like it, it's it's very it's very different, but at the same time, there's a lot of you know there's there's parts you can see parts of Bobby Soul in there, and that's so important with a body of work like like you've come out with. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's so important to have that little piece because a lot of you know it's a it's a long and lengthy process, and it can be tedious sometimes to make an album, but it didn't feel like that at all. Um, it just kind of continuously flowed there was there was definitely times that where like we would make a track and we'd spend months on it and we'd have to go back to different studios and record it and there was one time we'd done like about 100 takes on one song and I think it was 93 was the, was the final <laughs> figure of the vocal takes we did on it 93 and uh, <laughs> commitment man like I was I was I was definitely not feeling like a fucking I wasn't enjoying it at the time you know but you have to, I enjoy it in a different way like I know that I have to get this across the line and there's there's a process to making this happen correctly or you can let it slip and, and let yourself off the hook but with this I don't think we let ourselves off the hook not at all we you know we definitely adhere we're to still a, not off the hook yeah, we <laughs> adhere to a very high standard yeah for sure man yeah. so, we uh, try to yeah. I'm guessing Adam your mark is all over this album how much of it did you produce Um, I, I kind of I'm in more of an executive producer role so yeah. with alongside Bobby I oversaw the project Um, I would traditionally be a producer slash musician myself now um, I say the term musician very loosely but uh, yeah I kind of put my stamp on I think I've all of the tracks bar one I think is 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 uh, there's another guy we worked with who's a uh, who he ba- he made the beats his name's shortcut shout out to shortcut um he he made the beats and Adam basically came in and put a stamp on it and 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 mixed them and, and mixed the vocals and basically just like evolved it yeah I think it would do, my role you know come I come from a background where I was in you know, I was in pop bands, I was in kind of pop rock bands and now I'm kind of in the production role and I kind of started producing pop music um, and I was taken under the wing of a very, uh, a very, uh, very kind producer, Phil McGee and he has, he's done stuff with the likes of The Academic and he's done stuff with the blizzards code line the script he's kind of doing all of that stuff it's definitely not on the U2 under, but yeah he did uh, he engineered on on a U2 record as well um, so he kind of he's he's got a stamp on a lot of Irish stuff but I kind of learnt my chops from him my interest is very much different to his so I've kind of taken the alternative route and I was able to apply my knowledge onto Shortcuts Beats and uh, Bobby's vocals and the result I think we were all very very happy with the result yeah. it was kind of it was my first big body of work project and certainly the first time I've stepped into an exec role um, I have to thank Bobby in a huge way for allowing me in and trusting me with the project because it takes a lot to hand that off but um, yeah I think um, I definitely think it kind of it worked out it worked out the best way it possibly could I think it was it was real kind of it was it was kind of a, a, a magic uh, mix of everything 
kind of coming together so you had shortcut on on the beats chili um, as well chili and, and chili too and stuff as well. yeah so like you got those guys coming in we uh, were working with arbu as well um mm. so love, Ar- love love adam yeah he's a great guy. <laughs> so we were um we, we we did a track together that uh, myself and himself co-produced and adam co-wrote with uh, with bobby as well so like it, it's kind of been interesting to work across all of those different platforms and all of those different roles um, but it, it it's all come together kind of everyone worked together so well and everyone was really into the project and it was a passionate thing it wasn't just a case of let's get this album done it was a case of how can we make this album the best album it can yeah be. yeah i had a two-day recording one track before as well real bad two-day <laughs> <laughs> does that come across no i actually ones? think no but that was actually one of them where we had to we went back to windmill lane studio and we uh we fixed it up but like yeah. <laughs> so in terms of the last year or so in the in the recording process of the album, who mm. would you draw inspirations from? What artists have you been listening to? Um I I've listened to a lot of myself, but uh, apart from that I would have been like Sway Lee, Weekend, um, Nav sorta. Just that that kind of kind of thing. But also Dua Lipa as well in in ways in not just about like their voice or the melodies just in different ways i don't even want to get into but you can you, know. you can actually hear it now that you say that you know you can actually hear that in in a lot of the songwriting you know in terms of the way things are structured and stuff it's mm. it definitely excuse me comes across so as i understand it then you obviously wanted to go in this route and then having adam on board with his pop music background was, was, uh, was important to that to the process was it yeah see i didn't know i was i wanted to go down that route i had inclinations i had whispers in my in my head that like i always wanted to go towards like singing if you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like i i know that i won't survive if i only rap that's how i feel it might not be the case for some other people but that's for me i feel so getting towards this like is really just like kind of brought into fruition what i was sort of expecting on myself i didn't know it was going to come now though so me meeting up with adam he heard come down to me i don't know have you heard come down to me no i haven't heard that come down to me and uh he hit on he came on to me so like i was making like i was in the process of making a very like aggressive hip-hop music you know what i mean but also like through the process of this album a lot of stuff happened in my life that like that made me sort of switch and not make music that is definitely more uplifting but still being honest if you know what i mean so there's a whole journey in this album that hopefully i hope comes through even with the album cover um it sort of just kind of defines the journey of like burning yourself out and then rising from it Mm -hmm. if you know what i mean yeah when I said you're a chameleon that applies to what you were just saying there but another artist that I think is a chameleon is uh, Mac Miller and uh, rest in peace and I bring him up because uh, mm. I had a picture on your Instagram and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm jealous man you got a picture of him you got I got I met I, I, I found out where he's staying I, I, I skipped college and I went out and shook his hand yeah did you <laughs> was it just a quick uh, flick and it was pretty it was pretty quick it so, was it was probably like a 15 20 second encounter but did he say anything to you that you remembered or no yeah. i think i think we wanted to rap for him but he didn't have time yeah, but then we ended up rapping for his friends but yeah. yeah that was it you mentioned on your sold out podcast I, I watched that in preparation for this that uh one of your favorite albums which i would consider one of my favorite albums watching, is, uh, watching movies with the sound yeah, yeah so good fantastic album it man. is a great album yeah um it's been so long since i kind of went back to listen to that mm-hmm. but at the time yeah it's uh, 
I don't even know what words to say, but it is. It's it's just a, it's like a painting, mm -hmm. different for shades. Sure, for sure, man. Yeah. Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from our conversation to thank this podcast sponsor, Terror Records, a Dublin institution. You can get Christmas sorted for the music fan in your life by swinging by their Dawson Street flagship store or their spot in Easons on O'Connell Street. You can also hit up terrorrecords.ie to order online. We're excited to be linking up with them for this new podcast series, so thanks for listening. Now it's back to New Voices. Right, so I think that uh, Irish hip-hop as a scene in the past like three or four years, it's always been around, but there's been a serious emergence, I think, yeah, in, in really recently, like, and it's mm -hmm. kind of popping off. And what I love about it is... Uh, you have a really diverse group of artists that seem to be establishing themselves. Like you have yourself, who's in your lane. Yeah, you yeah. have Versatile who are doing something completely different. And yeah, you have, yeah. You have Kojak who's doing something even different again. So, 100%. so is that something you're conscious of when you're making music, or do you yeah. just do it naturally and, and, and just go with the flow? Mm, I tr like every kind of even if I have a conscious effort, I always have to make sure I have to bring it back and and personalize it. And make sure that I am coming at it in a natural route and not sort of a mechanical way. And um, yeah, so like I, I am always thinking of ways to dis to distinguish myself from everyone else. You know what I mean? But also like taking taking a piece of what's relevant, also, mm -hmm. but like making it my own if in any way I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. Um, I feel like there was a stigma associated with being a rapper, an Irish rapper in particular, as like a, a gimmicky sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of why Versatile is so big, because they kind of do that well. Yeah, they, they, they really do. They, they reinforce those kind of stereotypes in a comedic sort of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good point. But they do it well. They, um, do, they do it very well. It's yeah. kind of like um, Rural Bandits as well. Yeah, I often kind of compare those two artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's hard to do that. It's, it's hard to, to get that balance right mm -hmm. of like comedy and not looking like a fucking idiot yeah and not becoming a, you know what i mean oh, like for sure man yeah self-deprecate like being self-deprecated and like we kind of look up to that in this country for some reason yeah i certainly agree like i definitely think the rubber bandits you know they did that in a great way and obviously blind boys got his own thing going on top of that as well for sure yeah the it. podcast yeah so it kind of just it, and he's talked about satire and how it's you know how it's viewed in this country and what's satire sorry? it's kind of like sarcasm oh is that, yeah, sat okay. it's that okay it's that way of yeah. approaching comedy you know mm -hmm. what i mean that self-deprecation that kind of the way that they deliver it so um yeah it's, it's, that's that's a it's definitely a great comparison there saying that you know it, it is there's a lot of different acts out there and even kojak to a certain degree like you've heard his kind of interludes and stuff you yeah know, yeah, the album does, and, yeah um you know it, it, it's it's definitely he a common a good balance yeah, yeah. Like he's he took like a piece of it and made it his own which is like is, yeah. is just yeah it's, it's important i love how conceptual that project is daddy daydreams mm. like from the perspective yeah, no, of it you know it's a, it's a it's a it's a what he done there was like was great <laughs> it was great like so speaking on Kojak and Versatile and all these other mm. Irish artists, are there anyone in particular who used to are currently collaborating with, plan to collaborate with, or want to collaborate with? Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just concentrating my own stuff at the moment. Um, whatever comes about, um, I like to collaborate with people when I feel it's like a natural process, not just like oh let's just like let's just like come out and make a track. You know what I mean? I yeah, like yeah. when it's like has to blend correctly you know yeah there's a certain thing where it's like are you doing this feature for clout or are you doing it for artistic purposes and you gotta find the balance yeah, yeah I, I don't know like I've no problem in people doing that like if they're making a song with someone because it's a good move like 
I just haven't worked seem to be able to work that way you know what I mean I always have to like as a person like letting people in is definitely like something that I gauge like quite finely so like just to let someone on my song like it's it's the same principle as like am I gonna let you in my house mm -hmm. I know you, you know mean. what I mean is that kind of why yourself and the Dajay Vu duo is that why he's kind of split is that, is that part of the reason um, we split we, we didn't like I always say this we didn't fall out but we didn't fall in either mm -hmm. so we were both just at different stages <coughs> different stages and uh, we were both dealing with different situations differently mm -hmm. so we just it just didn't fall in but me and Chris me and Chris will we'll meet again Oh, that, sure, that's man, that's yeah. no doubt the best yeah. thing, I think a really interesting thing about you and Chris is the fact that you know you definitely still are very much supportive of each other's endeavors. Oh, 100%. and you can see that like even like we posted the album art last night for Isaac Nelson yeah, just to get, that just, to, get yeah. to get the word out there and shout know, out to Tom <laughs> yeah absolute shout out to Tom Simmons and he's got an eagle eye like he's you know but going back to the point there Chris is you know he was one of the first people on there to support the fact that Bobby's coming out with this new album so like you, you see it across the board it's really really nice that that you know that camaraderie is still there uh -huh. yeah it is and like we we were a powerhouse like when we did did come out you know and we didn't capitalise enough on our opportunity that we had and we didn't realise what we had in the moment until we looked back on it we kind of took it for granted and we thought it was something that would stay and we didn't build on it and that was that was our fault yeah um, I, I read an article that Pitchfork done and uh, it was about Irish rap and it was a really lengthy article really well, yeah, well, yeah, well yeah. Great, great read I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you read it because you're, you're fecking in the thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that feeling like getting, getting a really highly publicised uh, like website or whatever magazine to, to mention you yeah that, that was yeah that was really yeah that was great yeah I was happy with that um, there's a lot of controversy over that oh really yeah, yeah there was um, what, what's because, that? It, because of the headline black people are legitimizing Irish hip hop yeah I mean I don't know if I, I don't know what to say I'm, I'm not going to say it yeah, no, but like it's it's very much a correct statement in my eye for a lot of reasons but it's not to say that people from Ireland aren't a huge contribution either yeah because uh, like historically Ireland as a country as, as you spoke now is very conservative and religious mm -hmm. in its views so mm -hmm. uh, hip hop is kind of the antithesis of that so uh, but then with, with the growing multicultural nature of the country it's kind of natural that popular culture is going to adapt to that and like hip-hop as, as a black art form yeah 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 exactly it's been so interesting to see it bleed across like across all different types of genres even in just the music industry in ireland you know and the fact that it's now so much in the public eye with kojak's album like the guys sold out shows in dublin and cork and right, he sold out, he's pretty sure he sold out a show in london, london as well yeah, yeah exactly it's insane. it's absolute insanity really, and then really happy like, for that dude man yeah it's like but you can see that it's being now not just received nationally but internationally and that's such a huge step mm -hmm. going back from you know the likes of tj spiral years and years ago do you know that kind yeah, of way yeah, like yeah. and even kind of shout out to rob kelly though rob kelly was doing it back in the day though as well <laughs> He was he was he was like out like out of all like the rappers like back in like two thousand eight and bit after and more prior like he he was he like went over to America and stuff like that and mm -hmm. and was on like Hot ninety seven I think and on extra as well. That's dead. Shout yeah. to him. But do you think uh, in this country specifically the media has some catching up to do because 
we amongst ourselves as hip hop heads know that it's a huge genre in the country but like on like outlets media outlets radio play and stuff I don't like know that. if it's they have to have something to catch up to or we have something to catch, catch up to I don't know it, whether it's one or the other I, I would I would think that I would think that it's the you know the general like the likes of the radio culture in Ireland I think that they need to catch up but they are slowly getting there you know what I mean like they're, agree, they, yeah. they're they're creeping up on it but at mm-hmm. the moment it still very much is a subculture mm-hmm. um, which is a shame because there's a lot of talent you, you know you've, you've said it yourself and you can see it everywhere Man, you know? what I'd love to see in five years time is an all Irish artist hip hop festival that's just Irish rappers Irish producers hip hop DJs that sort of thing that that would be unbelievable at this, at this stage I think you could, you could probably do it I mean, like, with the amount of people that are out um, there like. yeah maybe in like maybe in five years district why don't, you, why don't you just put on your own festival yeah district what are you at district doing? festival <laughs> just like I don't know I don't know what would go into having um, to do that but. I think I think it's very important to highlight the work that district are doing though as well in terms of you know the that that element of the subcultural mm. hip hop scene in Ireland and even like the likes of alternative pop and mm-hmm. you know like the dance music scene and stuff it's it, it like you've got the likes of Bobo Funk who you know you guys are very much a uh, huge supporter of you've got Marcus Woods who signed to your record label you know you've got all of these guys who are you're supporting and it's ju- I think it is just a matter of time before it kind of cracks into yeah. shout out to the wonder boy Marcus Woods <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's gonna be on here I think in a I, few weeks time yeah but yeah, I think it's important that we all just like as individuals just focus on our own craft and what we're doing and not really focus too much on who's coming or who's going to pay attention to us because like it will happen eventually especially if more people focus on their own thing and something cre- creative will come from that that will be that'll come unnoticed like Kojak's project or even Kojak's video and Midnight Flare, mm-hmm, yeah. like you know I mean, he was he was just to train for that. Like I'm sure he was very much in the zone where he was just concentrating primarily on that video and and what to do and and getting his technique right with his breath. You know what I mean? He wasn't probably thinking about anything else. Yeah. And that that blue, you know, this is kind of just there's different examples everywhere. Like that. I I think that that's definitely the the way forward. Yeah, cool man. So uh, concentrating yourself. We're gonna, we're gonna finish up soon. So, have you any closing points to make? Have you sent in like you want to say yourselves? Um, I suppose I'd like to just you know highlight the fact that the album's out on the 11th yeah. of January, and you know it's something that the two of us are immensely proud of, and everyone involved, Shortcut, uh, Arabu, Chili, um, anyone who's kind of had anything to do with anything on the album is. I think we're all very, very excited to get it out and get it heard. Um, I'll pass it over then to Bobby to see. If yeah. Um. Don't know. I just hope hope you enjoy the album. Yeah, cool man. Thanks for coming in, lads. That was uh, Bobby Basil and Adam Shanahan in chatting to District Recordings. Uh, Thanks a mil for tuning in. See you later, lads. Thanks very much. No worries. Cool. Nice one. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. New Voices is brought to you by Terror Records. For more information on how to get Christmas sorted, hit up terrorrecords.ie or head into their Dawson Street or O'Connell Street stores.